0: what up pack welcome back to man up what's up guys welcome back yeah uh so excited for you guys to be with us again um we are going to continue today with uh, the story and legacy and history and journey of joshua um we're going to dive into joshua as the leader um so we're super excited. Uh, we, you know, last episode we covered uh, Joshua the Apprentice. Um, so, and we know there was, there was a little bit of a gap there. And so, but uh, no, we just appreciate you guys, you know, appreciate you guys um, sticking in here with us and uh, we're going to kind of get this train a-chugging again and um, yeah, see where, see where it goes. We're just super excited. So um, without further ado, Joshua the Leader. On another edition of Man Up. We warriors on the front lines, standing unafraid, but now we're watchers on the sidelines, while our family slip away. Where are you men of courage? You were made for so much more. Let the pounding of our hearts cry.
1: We will serve the Lord. So guys, we gotta take a quick sponsor break. Our sponsor today is Saved by Christ Apparel. Saved by Christ Apparel is a Christian clothing company. The whole point of their company is to make bold, God-based shirts that stand out. They get people's attention. They give you a real easy icebreaker to go talk to people about God. And they just just have a great company. The purpose of their company is to just spread the gospel. They have amazing designs. It's high quality stuff. It's at a great price. And if you go and use the promo code Jordan N in all caps you get ten percent off. So go check them out at SavebyChrist com. Use the promo code Jordan N in all caps to get 10% off.
0: All right guys. So like I said, we're gonna dive into Joshua the leader. Um you know, last episode we covered, like I said, Joshua the Apprentice. Uh, we, we covered kind of, you know, what he was doing behind the scenes, kind of underneath Moses. You know, he was kind of Moses's, uh, one of his right hand man, men, mans, men. He was Robin <laughs> um, to Moses's Batman. Yes, he was Robin to Moses's Batman. But, um, So we're, you know, after Moses dies, and that's where we're going to kind of pick up the story, Moses passes away, uh, and Joshua, you know, God tells Joshua, get going. Um, and so if you guys listen to the episode, don't forget the lion, um, you know, I, I talk about it a little bit in there too. You know, we kind of cover the first chapter or so of Joshua in that one, but, um, Yeah. It's just so, it's still just so crazy to me. I mean, he, Moses passes away and God instantly just kind of passes the mantle on to Joshua and says, get going. And Joshua finally, through what we're going to cover here, Joshua finally leads his people into the
1: promised land. Yeah. And it's also really cool too. Like when, when God passed on the leadership to Joshua after Moses' death, Um, the people just went right along with it. You know, they were like, if no one, if no one stands with you strong and is of good courage with you, they literally said they just kill him. (laughs) You know, that would be the end of like, if anyone tries to go against Joshua after the Lord put him in, you know, put him in his position, they would kill him. And I I just thought that was so cool. Like this guy was such a good, you know, Robin, uh, you know. Like devoted to Moses, devoted right. to God, that the people this, just yeah. went right with him. This
0: is the people. This is Moses's people saying this. To Joshua, this isn't an order from Joshua. You know that you know it isn't like me. You know me telling any people if I'm leading people, it's not me telling you know those people. Hey, if anybody stands against me, against me, we're gonna kill you. Like that's one thing. You know what I mean? But this is other people stepping up and saying, Joshua, if if, if anybody says no to you, we're gonna we're gonna take
1: them out. Yeah, it's probably good that you clarified that because that's definitely two completely different pictures. <laughs> right, right, yes.
0: <laughs> so, but um, it is. I, I do like that. It shows, you know, it shows a lot of, you know, how well Joshua did uh, as Moses' kind of sidekick or, you know, right hand man. Um, you know, to be able to establish that rapport with the people of Israel. Still yet underneath Moses, mm-hmm. it just shows you know the it it really points to the character of Joshua.
1: Yeah, definitely, and it it points to just how much the people, even after all this time, after forty years in the wilderness, you know, getting out of slavery in Egypt, they still completely trusted in God too, completely yeah. trusted in His word, uh, trusted that He would appoint them a leader that would get them through all this. And they, I mean, their leader was Moses and then Moses passes. So it's just like the faith you have to keep going. Like, we're not just going to follow the guy that brought us out. We're going to follow the next guy that Jesus said, you know, that God said, um, right. is going to bring us to the promised land. It's just, I
0: I think that, I think there's a really cool aspect right there to kind of dive into for a moment because, you know, I think in so many times, especially in my life, I've gotten caught up in following a man. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Following someone, you know, that yes, maybe God has blessed and put in a position of leadership in my life or something like that. Um, But to to be able to maintain that focus that you're following God, you're not following a man, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that's so, it's so sad to me sometimes when people get so turned off by the church because of what people do. To where, you know, me and you were just talking about this, like, what, an hour ago? Yeah. yeah. Um, As we were killing people. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But game, guys,
1: not real life. (laughs) (laughs) Right,
0: right, right. Um, We were talking about it. People get so turned off because, obviously, I mean, nobody's perfect. Everybody's. I think we even said everybody's awful, <laughs> but, um, it's part of the human condition. I mean, we're all flawed. We're all sinners. We're all, you know, the Bible says the the greatest of our deeds are filthy rags in, mm-hmm. you know, in comparison to God. Um, but you know, you come into a church, you come into a body of people and who, who kind of live under the banner of Christians And then we expect them to be perfect because they stand under that banner when I get it. I get it. And I'm not making excuses for people because, yes, you know, people should apologize. People should, you know, try to do better with their life and all that kind of stuff. But you should adjust your expectations, too. I mean, if you walk into Walmart and get completely pissed off because, you know, they're not selling – top-notch stuff, you know, you can't find any Calvin Klein underwear or whatever, you know what I mean? <laughs> like that's not Walmart's problem. That's your problem for having way too high expectations for
1: for somewhere that doesn't produce that kind of product. Yeah. And it's funny to me too like they, you know, a lot of people that say it all, oh, you know, I don't want to go to church, the organization's all hypocritical, you know, like it's a giant thing full of hypocrites. That you know judge people and you know for their doing when they do stuff wrong, but at the same you're doing the same damn thing. You know what I mean? Like you're (laughs) you're you're judging them. You know for doing you know for messing up for sinning with the. I mean, if you go to a good church, guys, I'm going to tell you they will just openly tell you that they sin. You know what I mean? Everyone does it. It's in the Bible. Jesus says it. You know he was the only one that could live perfect and not sin. I mean David. Right. Look at David. Davidson, yeah, yeah, right. David, I know biggest biggest name in the Bible, probably, and you yeah, know, David and Goliath, and he he, he had yeah, he was a big sinner. years where he was terrible sinner, <laughs> right? Absolutely, you know? right. So it's I mean, how can you how can you sit there and be like, oh, I'm not going to go to church because you know the pastor did this in the past, or you know one of the right. worship leaders you know has beers at the bar or something. Well, it's, yes, it, like you or looked at me
0: wrong when when we weren't in church or didn't you yeah. know smile. It's like come on, like. Give people
1: a break. Yeah, get you know? honestly, just get over yourself. I mean, I don't want to be mean to anyone who feels that way, but it's right. like you you can't you can't be mad at someone for judging you while you're judging them. It that just <laughs> that that doesn't make sense. Right, right.
0: You know, and yes.
1: it just doesn't make sense. No. at all.
0: Okay, so to move on with Joshua, a uh, little sidebar. We're probably gonna have more of them, guys. Don't worry. <laughs> Um, but you know, Joshua is finally going to lead his people into the promised land. So this is when we really start seeing Joshua as the leader. We really start seeing the, the, you know, kind of move from that, um, that, excuse me, that apprentice, that sidekick into more of a Batman type role to where he's kind of taking the mantle from Moses and, and leading his people. Um, so yeah, so Rahab,
1: yeah which so if you read joshua right rahab you read about rahab before you read about them crossing the jordan right but i've always been really confused because i feel like they crossed the jordan first then sent out the spies sure you know what i mean like it, it confuses me sometimes so I'm, <laughs> I'm basically i'm asking you know is that backwards because <laughs> they they all like moved in across the jordan together you know so did right. they send out the spies first or did they so i mean the jordan like we talked about last time the jordan was such a large body
0: of water okay mm-hmm. and the, i mean we're talking we're talking the people of israel you know what i mean there's there's a lot of them and so Literally
1: like a million people are going right, on this. right.
0: It would be more feasible in my mind that they did not cross the Jordan before they sent out the spies, because ten men can slip across the Jordan and scout the land a lot e- easier than the entire nation of
1: Israel. You know? Yeah. What I mean? No. Pl- plus, it makes sense. Like, you don't want to bring because this took forever. This took like thirty days to get everyone across. It's not like it happened in a day. Like, there was that many people, right? I don't know if it was 30 days, but it took a while, okay? I might have exaggerated a little bit, but it took a while. So it makes sense that they would want spies out ahead anyways because, I mean, if there's an enemy there, that's kind of easy pickings when you're down in a gully crossing a river. Yeah, (laughs) right, right. So, yeah, you're right. It makes sense. It makes sense. So, Rahab. Rahab. So for those of you who don't know, Rahab is just a harlot. The Bible says she's a harlot a prostitute basically a prostitute, guys. Is right what what it is that is that is what it is and she um the spies come in she see, meets them and she oh man oh, i okay so we i apologize guys we read this a while ago in our bible study and then so i'm trying to like get everything in the right order you know what i mean that's why i just got <laughs> screwed up with this crossing the jordan rahab thing um but anyway, so there's two spies that go into Jericho, right? That's where Rahab lives, and Rahab finds them. Her, her pe- the Jericho people are looking for the spies. She tells the spies that she knows of God and the things that He has done for them. You know, freeing them um, from Egypt. You know, right. getting them. Across, She's like, heard the story. I mean,
0: yeah, this isn't like we said. I mean, Moses is dead, so I mean, this is all post Moses and everything. I mean, obviously, it's not. Uh, Moses is a big name. I mean, mm-hmm. people who don't believe know what Moses did. You know, he freed him, yep. freed his people from you know Egypt, which was a huge ordeal. He you know through God split the Red Sea, led him around you know the wilderness for forty years, and even in the wilderness they were experiencing miracles. You know, man on the ground, they were having water from the rocks, um, that kind of stuff. So these stories haven't been contained. To the Israel people, these stories have spread. People are starting to, to wonder, okay, who's this God that the Israelites are serving because he's moving, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like you have to, like, if you hear these stories, you have to believe it. Otherwise this many people can't live. For 40 years in the wilderness. You know what I mean? If you don't have the water from the rock, if you don't have the food that God brought, like you, how are you surviving? You're not, you're dying. No, yeah, exactly. You're dying, definitely. Normally, if you think about this, like the, if you had this happen without God, you would probably come out with, you'd probably go for, like, let's say you had 2.5 million Jews traveling, right? Without God, when you get out of that 40 year thing, probably the, top couple hundred are making it out. (laughs) Right. 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 Everyone else is dying, but no, because of God, because of these things. So like seeing that Rahab, seeing that had to have been like, okay, that stuff has to be real or all these people wouldn't be making it, you know, right. And it, and what God did with the Egyptians. I mean, hearing that would terrify me. Oh my God. Yeah. Right. Plagues upon plagues, Mm -hmm. you know, and you have to remember the
0: time period here too, guys. Um, you know this wasn't i mean rahab didn't you know slip back into her you know uh house of ill repute and (laughs) flip on the news and you know see you know channel 10 covering the crossing of the 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 red sea kind of deal uh it was you know it was stories people coming back to her town and telling stories and people you know maybe the israelites a couple you know what i mean it survived and made it to that city and, and, you know, told what happened kind of deal. I mean, there was a lot more, um, weight and, and a lot more firsthand accounts probably than, than we deal with today.
1: Yeah, no, it'd have to be word of mouth, you know, there's, they had no other way. I mean, I'm sure they can send messages and stuff, but that's still like person to person, you know, stuff going on. So basically because she knows all this is true, she is terrified. You know, she's completely in fear because if, you know, they're scouting out to take over Jericho. So she knows like, hey, this God has done this, this and this. If I don't, (laughs) if I don't do something, me and my whole family are going to die. Yeah. You know, like that's what's going through her head. So immediately when these soldiers are coming by trying to look for these spies, she hides them up on a roof. Hides them up on a roof. You know, they come in, they go back. Then they come down and they talk and she tells them to go hide for three days. Up in a cave um so that they can get away easy and you know they're talking and you know she struck a deal with them you know she believed in god so much that she was gonna trust what they said which was if you hang a red ribbon ribbon out your window and have all your family in your house right you know you will be the only people spared
0: yeah yeah
1: yeah for help pretty much yeah i mean i think the bible says
0: like yeah they in their in their deal when they're making this you know their deal here i mean they're talking and the the spies the israelite spies pretty much tell her you know like jordan said hang a red ribbon but then they go on to say if they're not inside your house we are not responsible for what happens to them like yeah, they basically. are in your house they're safe outside of your door they are not safe
1: yeah you like step that's one how- foot outside lady you're dead Right. If you're in your <laughs> yeah.
0: house. It's fine. It's fine. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just, it's crazy. um, But yeah, so they, they make the deal and she tells the spies to hide. And then the spies, you know, after the, it kind of, the heat cools down a little bit. um, The spies make it back to Joshua and, and report, you know, to Joshua. And then that's yeah, when we, yeah. Start crossing across the, the Jordan, Jordan,
1: which is so. This part, this part, I even said we, so if you guys didn't pay attention last time, we're doing a Bible study with Joshua right now. That's part of why it got put on our hearts to talk about him because he does all these great things. Um, and when we did the Bible study on the crossing of the Jericho, I just sat there and I was like, this part was just boring. (laughs) You know, I was (laughs) like, it's not like nothing really eventful happens, but I thought it was cool. I looked it up. Um, at the time that they crossed the Jordan was 200 feet deep yeah, at its deepest wow. spot, and it was six miles across. Yeah. So th- yeah. this is not just some small river. This is the no. biggest river during its time. Yeah, they're it not hopping super-
0: across the crick.
1: Yeah, no. And so they got to climb, you know, like – they stop the water, right? God stops the water. So,
0: so okay. Yeah. I mean, let's just, I mean, what God did here was truly amazing. You know what I mean? Yes. People often talk about, you know, him splitting the Red Sea and everything, but like, this is equal to that. I mean, what he did here, the, the, you know, God told, cause they were carrying the Ark of the Covenant, you know, the presence mm-hmm. of God. And so, and God told him as soon as, as soon as the carriers of the Ark step foot in the Jordan the waters are going are going to stop and that's what happened i mean they the ark of the covenant stood in in the river and the water it says that the water backed up into a, into a wall and they i mean you guys have been on the you know swimming in a lake i'm sure you know or maybe a river or the ocean or whatever the the bottom of a body of water is always wet. It's always mucky. It's always you know mm-hmm. what I mean. I remember going down to the bottom, you know, the lake swimming and stuff, you know. I mean it's just it's gross. It's I mean It there's, is gross. Yeah. I it's, mean there's feet disgusting. of mud and weeds and yeah, you just don't want to be down there.
1: Yeah, and you literally um, you
0: can like sink in. Yeah, right. You know Right. Yes. Yeah. Sink in and yeah. Um but the Bible says that they walked across on dry ground. So he didn't just stop the water. He pulled you know, kind of the obstacle out from, from under their feet as well. I mean, he sucked the water out of the ground. Um, And so like Jordan said, this is 200 feet deep, six miles across. And God just said, stop. And it
1: had to obey. Yeah. And it's just, I mean, think about this. To me, it shows more power than splitting the Red Sea because you got like, the Red Sea is obviously really big, right? But this is a constant pounding of water flowing from the Jordan that he's just holding up. Right. And then like you said, completely sucking all the water out of the ground, even at yes. the same time to get these people across. And then you got to think like, they got to go down 200 feet, yeah. you know, and then up 200 feet while going six miles like that. That's yeah. insane. This is why it's it takes them so long to get so to long. get right. Everyone through. Right.
0: Right. And this is, I'm sorry. I I have to say this. Um, another little sidebar. It 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 makes me wonder. Sometimes you know, like I know in my life, I've often prayed and like been like you know, God speak to me, God speak to me, God speak to me, you know, and been like I've actually gotten frustrated, you know, because I'm like, God, why aren't you speaking? Like it's so irritating when I pray and he, I don't feel like he talks back. You know what I mean? But then I started t- I started thinking about it and I'm like. What happens if he does talk back? This is this is the God that said, "Let there be light," and there was light. This is the God that told the Jordan to stop, and it had to obey. I'm pretty sure there would be, you know, some trembling in my knees if he actually spoke to me. You know what I mean? So it it started
1: right there. Was like,
0: Devin. Boom. Head explodes. (laughs) Seriously. That's what went through my head right there. I mean, I was reading, I was, I was kind of, um, I got thinking about this and whatever. And there's a story, um, in Moses's life where, where Moses wants to see God. He wants to see him. And God says, nobody can see me. Not because like I'm in, you know, I'm invisible or like, I don't want anybody to see me, but like literally no one can see me without dying. Because God is so holy and, and you know what I mean? And, and so his
1: power is just so great.
0: Yeah. Right. You know? And so he tells Moses, put your face in your hands. And when I say God, you can look and you'll see, like, you'll see him walking away pretty much. Like you'll catch a glimpse of his backside.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And just from that, Moses, the Bible says Moses's skin was glowing for days just from catching a glimpse of his backside and we constantly ask God to speak to us. I don't think we realize what we're asking for.
1: You yeah, know, that's feel like my, I that's
0: my question.
1: Yeah. You know, no, I I feel like so many times like that's like a lot of times, if you ask God something, something small happens to make you think, Oh, Hey, that could be it. Like, I remember we're getting way off topic here, guys, but just bear with us. Okay. <laughs> I, re- I remember, um, When I took that plane ride to Colorado when Kayla's grandfather died, right, I was praying to God, asking, you know, like, is Kayla the one I'm supposed to marry? Is she the one I'm supposed to be with? We get on this flight. We go to sit. uh, In our row is this dude, um, a tall black guy wearing one of those, like, straw cowboy hat things, you know? Sure. Yeah, yeah. And the way he was dressed, I was just like, the whole time I was like, this dude is like a voodoo guy. Like, he scared me. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this right. guy is voodoo. Like, if I piss this dude off, he's going to cast a spell he's, on me or yes.
0: something. You know, he's going to have a shrunken adult. head in his van.
1: Yeah. And then it was, um, it was before the first time I ever gave a sermon though. So on the plane, like, I mean, asked Devin about this when I, the first couple sermons I did, I was like meticulous. You know, like writing word <laughs> for word, getting everything right. out. So I right. was doing that. And he's like, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, crap. You know, like I'm reading my yep. Bible, doing stuff with this voodoo guy next to me. Here it goes. <laughs> Here comes the spell, you know? Yep. And, he's, and then he's like, I'm a minister. I was like, really? He's like, yeah, I'm a pastor at a church." I was like, oh, okay. Oh, all okay. right. You know, and then he looks at me and he, you know, Kayla's sleeping, you know, sure. she's, she's at the window. I'm in the middle. He's at the, you know, aisle. And, um, <laughs> He looks at me, he's like, that's your wife. And I was like, no, no, <laughs> no. we're not engaged yet, even, you know, like, she's sure. just my girlfriend. And he goes, nah, she's your wife. Nah. And, then, and then he continues <laughs> to, like, just talk to me about how, you know, we're going to have a blessed life. We're going to get married. You know what I mean? And I'm just sitting here like, right. okay, dude, like, this is weird, you this know? And then, crazy. and then and then he told me he's headed to, um, oh, no, I think this is on the flight back. This is on the flight back. Sure. We, landed, we were going to the cities. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm part of the Church of God. I'm going to a conference in the cities. And I was like, huh? I was like, okay, dude. Yeah. Lawrence Green, never forget, never forget his name or his face. Okay. And he's yeah. just sitting there and I'm like, okay. And he keeps talking to me and like speaking these things over me, you know, telling me that I need to preach from the heart, not from what I write down telling me you know me and kayla are gonna have an abundant life together you know <laughs> and i'm just like okay dude and then like we get off the plane and i was like i'm gonna go find like i want to track this dude down before we catch our other flight to go back yeah there. um back home and i can't i couldn't find him he was just no. gone just huh. gone just and then gone. like i asked i mean he's pastor of a mega church in the church of god and for those of you who don't know that's like that like, me and Devin are part of the church of God. That's where we got our pastoring license through like all of our ministry stuff, you know? So it's like, you know, Jay's got to know him, you know, if not Bishop Watson's got to know him, he's going to his conference. Right. So I messaged both of them and they had no clue who I was talking about. (laughs) You know what I mean? And it's like, like God does those things. Like he took some crazy voodoo guy and was like, Hey, I'm going to tell him, you know what I mean? Like answer your prayer that way. And I know like your mom had a situation where someone just sat down next to her on a bench. And yeah. kind of did the same thing with some stuff. You know, like God right. does those small little things yes. to do it because if we saw his presence, we, our heads would explode. <laughs> <You> we <know? laughs> would just, we would die. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Have you Hold guys on. ever seen Endgame <laughs> or uh, Infinity <laughs> yeah. War? I mean, yes. the snap at yes. the end, right. dust. That's what you become. Dust.
0: <laughs> yes. <sighs> okay. So. I'm sure we'll get another one, guys. Yes, I'm sure we'll get (laughs) another one. But uh, yeah, so they're across the Jordan now, and they're going to take Jericho.
1: Yeah, which is – so Jericho is like an impenetrable city. Like Joshua cannot figure out how to take this city down because it's got giant, giant stone walls. You know, like of its time, it's like the most defended city ever. You know, like, yeah. how are we going to do this? We can't scale the walls because they'll kill us because they're so high. You know, we can't break it down with anything because it's so thick. You know, they have all this stuff going on. So what does God tell him to do? Which I think is just, this is mind blowing. <laughs> okay. It is. You know, and mind you, Joshua is one of even considered now to be one of the greatest military tacticians of all time. Right. You know, and he can't think of a way. So, you know, what does God tell him to do? just march just march <laughs> yeah. just march. march around the city that's it yeah yeah it's
0: so crazy and you know i i my mind goes to the people following him you know this is joshua he's taken over from moses he's finally they've crossed the jordan after you know getting out of slavery wandering the wilderness for 40 years like these people are jacked this is their promise you know mm-hmm. this is the finally the fulfillment of the promised land and Joshua, their new found leader, says, "March, mm-hmm. just walk around the city."
1: Yeah, walk around the city, and it's crazy too because this is yes, this is a promised land. God brought him into the promised land, but you they still had to take it over. You know, other right. people were there, the Jerichites, you know, and then we'll we're about to talk about all the other people too. And like I said, Joshua has proven himself in battle multiple times. He was Moses. Right-hand man, when they had to, yeah. you know, take down other places that were trying to attack them when they're in the wilderness and stuff. So it's like Joshua has no clue what to do, and God says, "March, march, march around march. the city." Right.
0: right. I mean, yeah. All I know is, if I was a follower, I would have been like, mm, "You should check back
1: with God." I think, yeah, yeah. To... Uh, yeah. Ask you him know? again. Ask him again. Yeah. You know, maybe a battering yeah. ram. You know, <laughs> right. some fire from. Yes. You know, yes. S- yes. tell God to send down some fire, not make us <laughs> march. You <laughs> yeah. know, right,
0: right, right. So. They do, and surprisingly, people follow him, <laughs> um, and that's what he does. He marches and he marches and he marches, and um, yeah, the walls come crumbling down, as the song would say.
1: Yeah, all the walls come down, and this is where Rahab comes back into the back into the picture. Like we said, right. she's from there. The only yeah. part of the wall not to go down was the part that her family lived in.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, which, which when we, I didn't, I didn't realize that until we were doing our Bible study mm-hmm. and I, I caught it while we were reading it, it is, it's so crazy, um, you know, because I mean, she could have, she could have lived anywhere. I mean, her house could have been anywhere and it wasn't, it was part, it was actually, the Bible says that it was part of the walls of the city. So they had these, these deep, you know, wide walls and they actually built houses inside the inside. walls as yep. well and so her house was part of the wall that came come, tumbling down um but
1: hers did not
0: yeah and which, then, is,
1: which is crazy yeah and then God orders the complete destruction this is where we see that lion you know that yeah. Devin talked about yeah in the other podcast this is he orders the complete destruction of all the city all the men women children livestock even the money he wants completely destroyed Every, anything that moves in there is dead. You know, don't take the livestock. Don't take the money for yourself. Destroy everything. Yeah. And so, you know, the walls come crumbling down. The Israelites rush in. They're going house to house. They are killing everybody, everybody and everything. Yeah. And I don't know if you guys know this, but like when you're in the heat of the moment in battle, you don't think like. Oh, hey, that one had a red ribbon on the outside
0: (laughs) of the wall. Right. So
1: I'm not going to go there. You know what I mean? Like they're going house to house. They're kicking in the door, killing them really fast and moving. You know, that's how you do it. You got to move fast, you know, make quick decisions. You're not sitting there thinking you're not trying to remember, you know, what house isn't supposed to be put in. But somehow out of all these Israelites that went in that killed everyone else, you know, Rahab's family lives. They don't kick in her front door. She's the only one. Her and her family are the only ones to survive. And that is just another act of God, because I'm telling you, in those situations where you're doing that type of stuff, you do not think. Right. I mean, if you think and you I guess, die when you kick in stuff. You know what right, I mean? Right, right.
0: And and my mind goes to, you know, I would have to go back and read the chapter, so um, but my mind goes to, you know, obviously these spies are in, in the beginning, before the you know, the Israelites cross and everything, when they're making the deal with Rahab. You know, I don't remember reading any verses that said, you know, the spies, you know, went back to Joshua who communicates with God and said, you know, hey, can we make this deal kind of thing? I mean, they didn't they didn't kneel down and pray about it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They just they saw this woman who was helping them and they they saw something in her, you know, or they felt confident in her, I guess. Mm -hmm. And uh, they made a deal. I, I don't remember reading that like, you know, they God told them to bless you know or that He blessed the deal or to make the no, deal or anything. The,
1: the only thing that did like they told Joshua of the deal they made, but no right. one like you said Joshua didn't approve or deny it. No, exactly. You know, they didn't pray to the Lord about it. It was like right. they made the deal, you know. And God honoring on God's word and God honored it because she helped right. save the people. And on top of that, after this, Rahab and her whole family, um believe in god they follow yeah. god they go with the right. israelites after this right you know like she brought like her act of saving them and fearing god you know fe- to fear something you have to believe in it right and so her believing saved her whole family brought them to god and all the generations of hers to come yeah you know believed in god and brought up in god so i mean she saved probably countless people you know of her lineage <sighs> which i think is amazing and then like you said i mean God just honored something that some random spies did, you know, <laughs> yeah, they weren't, right. they weren't important right. people even. No, they I were mean, just, not really. right. they were just sneaky guys that were Israelites, yeah. you know, they were the only ballsy ones to go in there. Yeah. You know, they just, they had big balls and they were sneaky, you know? <laughs> right. right. So, I mean, it's just, like you said, that's, that's amazing, you know, that God just honored it. Right. I never thought about it like that. So then, I mean, then we, but him, you know, God just destroying everything. It just yeah. shows us the, the savage wolf and lion that God is. Yeah, right. You know, a, right. God's a. For those of you who don't know, God's a badass. You should be scared. <laughs> you really should. Right. Like we say you see him, your head explodes. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, all right, we got we got to speed this up a little bit, guys, because I know our sidebars are kind of,
0: you know, right. Maybe yes, I apologize because
1: they're still a lot. right. Yeah, we're sorry, but um. <laughs> So the next big thing is they're going to um, they're going to take over AI and they send out some soldiers to go check it out. And what happens is they send them in and then they end up killing a couple. So the rest flee and then a bunch of them are killed. A bunch of the Israelites are killed. And Joshua just distraught. He's upset because they didn't lose anybody at Jericho. Right. You know, God right. promised that they would all be saved. And so he's wondering, like, why did God turn your back on me? You know, why did this happen? Turns out um, Joshua's, like, right-hand man um, kept some money for himself, you know, instead of destroying it. Yeah, from Jericho. He kept some of the money instead of destroying it. So uh, uh, him and his whole family have to die. God says, (laughs) you know, like, you disobeyed me. This is what has to happen. And they did that, and then they ended up taking AI. But one of the big things out of that is, like, everyone says God takes all the bad situations and turns them good, you know? Yeah. And people were, Joshua was also worried because like his part of his army running, retreating, you know, can give the other side hope. Like, yeah, absolutely. You you, you ran away like scared little girls, right? We're pumped up. We're ready to fight now, you know, like so much for your big mighty army that destroyed Jericho, but then God takes it and he uses that. So he tells Joshua to take a group, go in and do the same thing, go in and run. And when he runs, he tells Joshua to have other people behind him to flank him. So what happens is, is they start running, and the AI guys are pumped. They, they're going to go kill all these people that are running away from them. So they charge after them. and then here's Joshua with the rest of his army behind him. The guys running away turn around, and then they destroy him, completely surround him. And they're destroyed. And it's like God took that bad situation of, you know, the guy took the money. He disobeyed God. So God punished. But then he used that to suck in the enemy to kill him. And this way it looked like it was a ploy. You know, it looked like it was part of their plan. So when they go and take over the rest of Israel, you know, they're not like, oh, hey, you know, Israelites are wimpy and run away. They're like, not only are they mighty, but now they're super tactical, you know. So God, God took that bad thing and made it great. Yeah. And then, and then after that, I mean, it's just kind of, um, you know, Israelites are traveling through, they come across the Gibbonites, they trick Joshua saying that, you know, they're people of God or whatever. Joshua makes a deal with them that they won't kill them, you know, that they'll be in their protection type of thing. And then, but Joshua doesn't know they're actually Gibbites. He thinks they're, you know, lost Israelites.
0: Sure. Yeah.
1: And he so he makes a deal with them. You know, all your people will live. Well, then they get to Gibeon and uh, then they're like, oh, hey, we're really gibbites. And you, you know, you said you would spare all of us and we could be part of your people. So, you know, you can't do it. And Joshua's like, I swore on the Lord, so I'm not going to kill you, <laughs> which, which to me is like I would have just been like, "Nope, don't decapitate him right there. But no, Joshua honored his word because he swore on right. God. Yes. Which just shows again to, you know, God's power And yeah. yeah, Joshua's character was Joshua's character.
0: phenomenal. Right. It, um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, if, if I was tricked, I probably would have a hard time, you know, looking the other way or whatever. But, oh, yeah. Joshua held true to his word.
1: Yeah. And then after that, every other place, um, Like seven or eight, maybe more other, you know, all these other little like cities and kingdoms in Israel, you know, in their land form together because they're terrified. They are so scared of the Israelite army coming in and destroying everything because this is – I mean that's three cities that they took over with only losing a handful of men and completely destroying everything else. And so they all formed together, and the Bible says there were so many enemies that they were compared to the sand on the beach. That is how many, just, I mean, just think about that. Even if it's a small beach, you know, you're looking at (laughs) millions and millions of things of sand, (laughs) right? This is so many people and they are outnumbered like 15 to one. Okay. So it's not good odds, but God tells Joshua to just go. He's going to protect them. And they go in and completely destroy all of them. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, it's just that to me, that's crazy. Like you imagine that being like, you know, standing behind Joshua and he's like, we're just going to charge in and kill them all. And you, you, yeah, I mean, you're sitting there looking at these people and it's like an unfathomable amount of people. I mean, sand on a beach. I don't, I don't know if I charge right in, you know, <laughs> like, probably not. No, I'd be like, I'd probably Joshua, sit back dude, and rethink my tactics a little bit. Yeah. I'd be like, Joshua, we're not going to play some trick again. <laughs> you know, like we're not going to do something to split these guys up, you know? No, we're going. <laughs> okay, dude. You know, your funeral. I'm going to go that way. You know? I'll on yeah. the back of the pack. <laughs> but no, I mean, they all, they go in, they follow Joshua, they believe in God and against crazy odds, they destroy all of them and barely lose anybody. Like yeah, that, that part's the crazy thing to me is like God it didn't is. protect them.
0: Yeah. it It's so, it's so, you know, obviously when you're a believer and you, t- and you, and you look at these, you know, even growing up, I mean, I grew up in the church, you know, and I even even now I'm guilty of looking at some of these stories and being like, oh, that's a cool story. You know, I almost picture it through like a like a Hollywood kind of frame. You know what I mean? Like, like a movie, you like a know, movie, like, exactly. Yeah. You know, exactly. Like, oh, like that's a cool story, but I don't really buy into the auth-, auth authenticity of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, I almost have to force myself to be like, you know. Yes, that is crazy, and it does show the power of God because this is a true event, and this did happen. And Joshua and the Israelites really were surrounded by so many men that they compared it to this, the, the sand on a beach, you know, mm-hmm. um, and and through God they, they prevailed, which is, I mean, mind-boggling.
1: Yeah, no, and and like you, you know me. I'm the type where like even before fully committing to God and stuff, I had to look – stuff up. Like I yeah. had to like prove in my mind without a doubt with facts and other things that God is real. Right. You know, and, and I actually, I came up with some good stuff. I'm telling you. Um But like, <laughs> I was the same, with like with this story, you know, I was like, there's no way, like I was in the army. I understand tactics. Like I understand this. You're not like, sure. that doesn't yeah, make right. sense that they won. But like, <laughs> yeah. if you look it up historically, I mean, these, these things are accounted for like they're right. in history these things right. actually happened you know the only the only speculation obviously is good did god do this or did joshua just do this you know sure. what i mean R- yeah but, right but i mean think about that how can you attribute how that you? to a man to yeah, some right. some person of flesh like right. that it doesn't make sense it's not like they had cannons and stuff like this was sword shields and bows here right. You know, it's it's not it's not gunfire it's not you know you know, hitting them here, hitting them there. It's you just charge in and you fight <laughs> right. sword and sword. Yeah. So I mean, it doesn't make sense, but to be, like with the history to back it up that this happened, you you have to make the decision yourself. Like, did a man accomplish this this thing that doesn't make any sense that a man yeah, could right. do, or did he have something bigger than him backing him? Right. Which right. I mean, logically from a factual logical standpoint, you have to say something backed him because it doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, it does. If he didn't, no,
0: you know, right. All right, guys. Well, before we jump out of this, we got to give one more shout-out to our sponsor. Um, our other sponsor, I'm sorry. <laughs> Ambassador Sunglasses. Um, Ambassador Sunglasses, they are high-quality glasses. They are great um, sunglasses. I have a pair. Uh, George's wife's got a pair. I think they're technically Jordans, but... He gave them to her. (laughs) Yeah.
1: yeah. I kind of ordered the wrong ones. So make sure you order the men's ones for men and the women's for (laughs) women. Yes, yes.
0: No. But they're great. They're very stylish. They fit comfy. Um I, yeah, I love my pair. So go to com and use the promo code man up podcast in all caps, and you'll get 50% off your order plus free shipping. So that's a really good deal, guys. If you're looking for some new glasses, go check them out. I'm sure there's something that'll fit your style and your budget, especially when you use that promo code man up podcast, uh, at ambassadorsun.com for that 50% off and free shipping.
1: Yeah. And we we just want to thank you guys. I know we've been, uh, you know, we, we're starting to get back on track with our stuff. We're starting to, you know, turn back to what we started this out as and getting more away from that other stuff, you know, go listen to our new intro episode. That's a couple ago. Um, but we want to thank you guys. Like we're, we, we got our second sponsor. We're working on a couple more, and this is all because of the love you guys show us. So we just, you know, we really appreciate you guys. You guys stick with us. You listen to us. You know, you give us downloads. The only thing you don't do is leave us reviews on Apple. So you should do that. I mean, you're doing everything else. You might as well just take your time to do that. Okay. Might as well. (laughs) Yes. But I mean, just thank you guys so much, you know, for the love and support you show. Cause we're, I mean, we're growing, we're getting sponsors. It's, we never thought we'd get to this point. So it's just, you know, I can't, I can't express enough how thankful me, Devin, are for all of you listeners. Absolutely. Tell you what, you go leave a review and we'll give you.
0: 50% off and free shipping at ambassador If you use the promo code man up podcast. And
1: you know what? we'll, we'll give you 10% off. And by Crest of if you want there you go. Good t-shirts. And yes, there
0: you know. go. Right. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, Hey, we, uh, like Jordan said, we just appreciate it. We love you guys so much. Um, check us out on all, pla- uh, podcasting platforms, share it to your friends. Uh, link up to our private Facebook page, the Pack. Um, go ahead and check out our Instagram. We're we're pretty much everywhere you guys want to be. So, um, if you want, you can head over to Patreon and check out Man Cave. Uh, it's super fun. Another another podcast we're doing. Um, it's pretty much it's real laid back. It's real chill. It's not. Yeah, it's just guy talk. So if you want to yeah, get involved, real in real guy talk.
1: You know, yes. I, I do want to throw that out there. It's explicit a little bit um but yeah it's a lot of fun not really but it's it's not too bad it's not too bad come hang out lay back
0: by explicit a little bit that just means jordan slips up every once in a while and i gotta correct him so yeah exactly which um, you
1: guys know i do that sometimes
0: here too (laughs) right head over to patreon and check out man cave at man up um and subscribe to that we would really appreciate it so uh yeah check out uh we're gonna be on tonight yeah well no because yeah. this is dropping later sorry we're recording this on monday this is gonna drop the next tuesday so we're we're pre-recording this guys sorry
1: check um, me out on thursday after thursday this
0: drops. there you go there you go yep on youtube Loki underscore three underscore otl three every monday and thursday um we're gonna be on there so uh yeah just playing having fun shooting the breeze so um next week stay tuned we're going to continue our journey into joshua's life and we're gonna uh talk a little bit about we're gonna so next week next episode is going to be the last installment in in our joshua series it's called joshua takes charge and so we're going to look at how he reigned after he you know kind of conquered everything and when he really just kind of got to to rule over the promised land um so, yeah, so we're going to check out Joshua Takes Charge next week on Man Up. But we just love you guys and we thank you. And uh, we'll, we'll catch you next
1: time on Man Up. And remember, don't be a beta, be an alpha.
0: We were warriors on the front lines, standing afraid. But now we're watchers on the side.